Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another podcast of a godly disruption with your host, Jimmy Bayoso. Man, uh, just feeling blessed today. Uh, really excited about this this podcast, and I'm praying that wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching us, um, that this podcast may be um, of a blessing to, you, to your life. Um, I uh, just want to first of all start by saying thank you once again to everyone who's been consistently supporting on all our pages on Instagram, on on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcast. Uh, thank you guys so much for the love and support as always. And we're just getting started. Um, I started about uh, we're in May now, so I started about five months ago this podcast and. It's been nothing but amazing, and just seeing the hand of God um, throughout this whole thing just brings me complete joy. You know, uh, be able to hear the testimonies, the constant DMs I'm I'm getting of just and and reading the comments of how much um, this has been a blessing, and and I'm humbled by this uh, because um, number one, all glory and honor goes to God. And number two, it's just amazing to know that you're walking in purpose. And it's just amazing to know what one step of obedience and obeying God, the doors that open and the things that happen when you obey God. So thank you guys once again. Um, share this podcast with somebody um, as well. Thank you, everyone who's been buying the merch. Um, if you guys didn't know, we got merch. Uh, the link is down in the description, uh, www.jimmybayoso.com. Thank you guys as well for everyone who's just been uh, supporting, donating to the podcast to be able to make this possible. And yeah, we started two weeks, uh, two episodes a week now, Monday, uh, Tuesday and Thursdays. We're going to be releasing new podcasts. Um, some of them are going to be with guests. Some weeks are just going to be, you know, solo like today, where it's just going to be me and you guys talking so if you guys got questions you guys want specific topics you guys could dm me i had a couple of people already dm me certain topics um comment on the youtube videos or just let me know and yeah we'll we'll be able to um hopefully be able to touch uh the good majority of the topics that you guys want us to talk about so today i wanted to speak about um god really put in my heart of getting rid of toxic thoughts and how to get rid of them um, many of us know that, um, the month of May is known for, uh, mental health awareness. And I feel like I, and I always said this after COVID happened, I feel like I felt like the next pandemic that was going to happen was going to be a mental health pandemic where, you know, um, everyone's kind of, I'm not saying that mental health is not important. It's very important. Right. But at the same time, we can't glorify this this situation or this problem. And the good thing is that we have Jesus that gives us the solution to every single problem. He gives us the answer through his word and through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, how to be able to overcome challenges and situations in our life, whether they're mental, whether they're physical, you know, whether they're in relationships, whether they're at, at work or at school. God gives us the answer through his word and through the Holy Spirit. So, you know, every day, different thoughts and ideas come to our mind. But not everything comes from God. Not every thought is from God. As we all know, you know, we have a mind, we have a body, a soul, and a spirit. And a lot of the thoughts that sometimes we have, they're toxic thoughts. And a lot of times we don't even know that they're toxic. And today we're going to, you know, really go in, in depth of what is a toxic thought, 
what are examples of them and how to be free from them. Um, you know, the enemy is always battling. Every day we have a spiritual battle. The Bible says that we must we must fight the good fight of faith. And every day we as Christians, as believers, as followers of Jesus Christ, we have a constant battle and it's in our minds. Every day our mind is battling with us. It's always either throwing thoughts of doubt, of fear, of anxiety, um, or it could be giving us thoughts of happiness, of joy, of peace, of patience. And the enemy knows that our greatest battlefield is our mind and that's a territory in which he wants to conquer. Our mind is that territory where the enemy sees, and if it's not occupied, and if it's empty, he's going to want to take over it. And that's the greatest battle that we have consistently is our minds. And that's where we're always vulnerable at times. That's where the enemy, a lot of times when he comes and attacks our minds, he knows what triggers us. He knows what gets us feeling some type of way. He knows how to make us sad. He, he knows what button to press. I don't know if you guys remember when you guys were kids or you guys have seen it, uh, those toy cars that have remote control. Basically, the enemy got that remote control, and he knows what to throw at you to make you fall. He knows what to throw at you to make you sad, depressed, anxious, fearful, hopeless, uh, doubtful. He knows exactly what to do. He knows how to make you feel guilty. He knows how to make you feel rejected. He knows how to um, make you feel jealous of people. He knows exactly what to do. And it all starts with a thought. And what is a thought? A thought is an unpronounced word, which is activated the moment we declare it. I'm going to repeat that because that is so powerful. A thought is an unpronounced word, which is activated the moment we declare it. That's what the Bible says, that a man is not defined by what comes in the in, inside our body, inside our mouth, but what comes outside of our mouth. That's what we are defined by. That's what the Bible says, that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So a thought is not really powerful until it's declared, until it's spoken. And that's what the devil likes to do is that he likes to cause cycles in our life of negative thoughts. He likes to cause cycles in our life in which it all first starts with a thought. And the next thing you know, we're out here speaking doubt. We're speaking fear. We're speaking anxiety. We're speaking depression. We're speaking death. We're speaking sickness. We're speaking rejection, jealousy, doubt, negativity, all of these things. And negative cycles begin with a thought that comes from Satan. That if you don't cut them, that dart, that thought will fulfill its purpose for which it was thrown. So when a cycle doesn't stop, the same pattern of thought will always be repeated. And the new thing that God wants to unleash in our lives will be postponed until the old cycle is broken. And what do I mean by that? How many times have you been, there's people who can't be in a relationship because of their constant thoughts of what if this person's going to hurt me? Uh, this past relationship hurt me. This person did this to me. This person did that to me. You have a constant cycle of negative thoughts in relationships that unless you don't break that, how can God bless you with the person that belongs in your life? And this is not just in relationships. This is in our jobs and even in church. Oh, because this church leader hurt you, what the devil likes to do is throw a dart at you, throw uh, an evil thought that tells you, look, this now this leader is going to hurt you the same way 
This other leader hurt you. Or all the churches are the same. All the leaders are the same. You can't trust anybody. They're just going to abuse you. They're just going to use you. And then once they don't need you, they're going to throw you away from the church. Those are, those are cycles of thoughts that the enemy has. And you need to break those. And you need to break those today. You need to break those right now. Because unless you don't break old cycles from the past, God will never be able to bless you with the new stuff that he has in store for you. And let me tell you, the blessings of God, the Bible says, add no sorrow. They add no sadness. The blessings of God are not to make you sad. But how do you want to enter into the blessing of God if you're still on old cycles from the past of people hurting you, of people rejecting you, of they're going to do this to me, they're going to do that to me. Oh, everyone's the same. All people are the same. Uh, everyone here just is looking to just take advantage of me. Um, All of these cycles or even when it comes to sickness, oh, my grandfather passed away because of this. My grandma passed away because of this. My cousin has this sickness. So because they have this sickness, then, you know, the enemy then likes to throw thoughts at your mind saying, you're also going to die from this. You're also going to have this sickness. That's a lie from the devil. And we need to break those constant cycles of negativity, of sickness, of death, of fear, because they are not from God. God's thoughts for our life are not thoughts of negativity nor thoughts of destruction but of life of peace of hope of trust of faith of love of assurance so we need to break those things so thoughts are unpronounced words that are activated the moment we declare them and what are some toxic thoughts thoughts these are just a couple there's many more but some of them that i wrote down that i feel that are very big is number one is i don't want to serve god i don't have time to pray I'm leaving the church. They don't deserve my forgiveness. God is not interested in me. God forgot about me. What's the point of living? I'm always going to be sick. I'm praying and praying and nothing happens. Everybody, everybody is the same. All these toxic thoughts, those thoughts are not from God. And the issue with these toxic thoughts is that if you don't cut them, they become cycles. And then what happens is that it becomes a thought that may becomes an, a word, which is an which then later on becomes an action. And that's the issue with toxic thoughts. They always make you feel like you're the victim. They always make you feel like you're the problem or they always make you feel like, you know, that nothing is ever good enough in your life. There's always a problem. Have you ever met those people that just consistently complain and all they do is just talk about negativity and how this went wrong or how that's going to go wrong, that the weather is just, even if there's just one drop of rain, the person is consistently complaining how bad the day is going to be already because it's raining or because, you know, the temperature is not the right way. Like, have you ever met those people? People are just filled with negativity. People that, you know, you're just around them and they're just toxic people. These are people which the enemy has taken over that battlefield, that territory in their mind. And let me tell you, this is a consistent battle that we're going to have as believers. Like, this is something that you cannot run away from. This is something that the devil always wants. He wants your mind. Because if he can get your mind, he can get your heart. Because the Bible says that out of our heart are impure thoughts, our bad thoughts, our perverseness, our sexual immorality. So the devil knows that if he can get to our heart, if he could get to our mind, he's going to get us to a place in which he wants us to be. And that's not where God wants us to be. And we need to be free from that. 
thoughts of everyone at work hates me. Everyone at work, you know, is looking out to get me. My boss doesn't like me. But you've been saying that every single job you go to. Are you sure people don't like you? Or is it that the enemy wants to plant a seed of doubt, a seed of rejection, a seed of just making you feel uncomfortable? That's not God's thoughts for our lives. So there's four ways to deal with toxic thoughts. When a bad thought comes, we we can choose between these four things. Every time a bad thought comes into your mind, comes into your into your head where the devil just throws a toxic thought you have the option of number one rejecting the thought bringing captive every thought to the obedience of christ that's what the bible says so that's number one every time a thought comes to you you have the option to accept it or you have the option to reject it number two you have the the you have the ability the power to entertain it to consider it to like dwell in it or you have the ability to cast it out of your life i'm gonna repeat that number one it's you have the ability to reject those thoughts because god has given you the power to do it number two you have the ability to either entertain them or to rebuke them and number three you have the ability to meditate on it which means it's carrying it out for a long time in your mind and giving it importance for example You saw someone did something to you. Next thing you know, you're just consistently thinking about that throughout your whole entire day. One, you didn't reject it, so you accepted it. Number two, you're entertaining it. And number three, now you're meditating on it. And you're thinking about it throughout your day, throughout your weeks, throughout your life. You're consistently thinking about this thing. Oh, but the doctor told me this. Oh, but my family died because of of this sickness. So, And you're consistently thinking about these things. Oh, but this person got this. This person got that. Oh, they don't love me. Uh, They're always going to hate me. Um, I'm I'm constantly feeling guilty or hurt. Or every church is the same. Or every person is the same. Next, And you're just consistently thinking those thoughts. You're meditating on that. That's what meditating on thoughts mean is when day by day, you know, you're just that that thought is always on your mind. I don't know who here has ever felt like something happened and you just can't get these things out of your mind, these thoughts out of your mind. And you're just dwelling on them. And next thing you know, they're changing your mood. They change the way you feel. They change the way you act. They change the way you're around people. It's because you're dwelling on these thoughts and you have that option. You have the option to reject them, to entertain them, to meditate them. And number four, it's to cultivate it, which means, and and this is the worst one. When you allow thoughts, toxic thoughts to be cultivated in your life, you allow it to take root and grow in your mind. You know, when when, when a plant, a tree is planted, a tree's strongest thing, many people think it's the trunk, but it's the roots. How... You know how strong a tree is by how rooted underground they are. And that's what the enemy likes to do is that he likes to bring toxic thoughts in your mind. So they take a strong root. They 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 really dig down under the ground and build the strongest roots, build the strongest foundation. So then afterwards, it's really hard for you to get rid of it. Someone who's dealing with anxiety and depression And there's, you know, people even call it like chronic depression, chronic anxiety, where they even have to take antidepressants and medication or go to a psychiatrist or, or, you know, um, take medications because of their anxiety and depression. This is someone who has cultivated strong roots of anxiety and depression that they feel like they no longer can get rid of it. 
They just feel like that's who that person is already. It's a person who's never rejected those thoughts, entertained them, meditated on, and allowed the enemy to cultivate it. The enemy can influence our mind by whispering lies and throwing darts that poison us and convince us that those thoughts are ours. And I think that's so big that the devil, what he loves to do is that he likes to throw darts in your mind. He likes to poison your mind with rejection, with anxiety, with depression, with fear, with losing hope. And then he likes to think and he likes you to think that then those are your thoughts. I've spoken to people where they're like, I just can't stop thinking this. And, you know, I just I just, you know, those that's just who I am. Me thinking like that, that's just who I am. No, it's not. The devil has lied to you, making you think those are your thoughts, but those are your those are not your thoughts. Those thoughts are from the pit of hell. And they don't belong in your mind and they don't belong in your life. There's people that I've known literally. The doctor tells them something or they feel a symptom in their body. Next thing you know, the devil lies to them and they start getting thoughts of you have this. You have this. You have this other thing. You have that. You're depressed. You got cancer. You got this. You got this other thing. That's a lie from the devil. And next thing you know, the devil likes to make you think that you're thinking those thoughts, but they're not your thoughts. We have a battlefield in our minds where it's we where it's the voice of God and the voice of the enemy and then it's our own voice. Because a lot of people as well, like you have a voice inside of you, your which is your conscience, you have the voice of God and then you have the voice of the enemy. And it's a constant battle. And we're going to get to right now and how to how to overcome those things. But you need to understand that when every Every toxic thought comes to your mind. Those are not your thoughts. Those are thoughts from the devil. Those are thoughts from the enemy. And we must take them captive to the obedience of Christ. So we have the option to accept them or reject them. The fact that a thought develops or dies depends on you. It depends on us. So a thought, it will develop or it dies depending on you. Thoughts of anxiety, thoughts of depression, thoughts of sickness, thoughts of fear, of rejection, of loneliness, of of jealousy, of, of lack of trust. They all die or they all develop and that all depends on you. Listen what I said. It depends on you. It doesn't depend on God because God has given us the power and the tools to overcome these things. Now, the question is, do you, are you using the tools God has given you? Are you using the power that the Holy Spirit has deposited in your life to overcome these things? Because we're so always quick to blame God for everything. God doesn't take these thoughts away from my life. God doesn't take this anxiety away. God doesn't take this depression away. No. Are you tolerating these things? Are you allowing certain people to come around you and fill your mind with jealousy, with fear, with anxiety, with depression? Like, what is around you? And what are you filling yourself up with? Are you filling up yourself with the word of God, with the truth of the gospel, with the truth that is Jesus Christ? Or are you filling yourself up with these negative things? Like you decide if these toxic thoughts are in your life or are you going to reject them? So every thought you don't fight against is the one that you always end up becoming. 
It always starts with a thought. Every every person, the way they are and the way they act is because of a thought that happened in their mind. One person just from one day to the next don't doesn't decide to become something. It all starts with a thought. And if you don't fight against it, then you end up becoming that thought. And this also is not just for toxic toxic thoughts. These are for good thoughts. Thoughts to achieve God's purpose in your life. Thoughts to seek God. Thoughts that, to, that tell you, okay, or that you tell yourself, I'm going to pray right now. I'm going to do this. You know, those are the thoughts you need to cherish and accept in your life. And those are good thoughts to become. So I'll explain it better. The people who are now addicted to pills, pornography, drugs, drinking, homosexuality, lesbianism, or other addictions... These are the people who did not reject in time the thoughts that incited them to do these things. And they accepted them until they converted into those thoughts. Someone who wants to kill themselves, someone who believes that they are if, if they're a male and they don't think that they're a male, but they're a female or vice versa. These are people who have accepted these thoughts and have allowed that these thoughts to make them into that which of into that into what they thought about but we need to reject them these thoughts are not from god so how do we triumph over toxic thoughts the bible says that you know our warfare our our, our battle is not against flesh nor blood but we but god has given us the power to break down fortress to break down arguments so number 1 is to discern toxic thoughts you must identify the bad thoughts or the thoughts that allow or that you have allowed to enter your life and your mind that's the number one thing you need to identify them next time a toxic thought comes into your life of like uh because a toxic thoughts make toxic people have you ever been in a relationship with a toxic person it's horrible it's terrible have you ever been around toxic people i think everyone here who's maybe listening or watching me right now has at one point in time in their life have been around toxic people or maybe you yourself have become or at one point were a toxic person or had toxic thoughts you need to discern them and what does discern them mean you need to know where they come from you need to you you need to you need to distinguish between when it's when it's the voice of the enemy throwing darts at your mind you you, you need to find it you need to be aware that's what the bible says be watchful and pray you need to be always watchful what thoughts are coming from God? What thoughts are coming from the enemy? What are the toxic thoughts? You need to discern them. That's number one. Number two, you need to confess those toxic thoughts before God. You need to tell God, this is the thoughts that I'm having. I need your help. God, I'm sorry. I repent and I need your grace. Confess it to God. And, and this is the thing with, with, with our relationship with God is that God is real. The way I'm speaking to you right now or the way you speak to your to, to your significant other or to your friends or to your parents or to your teacher, your boss, whatever it is, that same way you talk, that's the same way you can talk to the Lord. It's a relationship. It's a communion. Confess those toxic thoughts. It'd be like, God, I'm struggling. God, I need your help. Like, God is real. God is not just a God who's looking down from heaven re ready to strike lightning at you every time you sin. No. He's a loving father who wants to hear you, where he once became human, Jesus Christ became human, and went through the things that you went through. He grew up as, as a baby, as a young adult, as an adult. He grew up, and he knows what we go through, 
And we can confess these things to him and be like, God, I need your help. Like, I'm jacked up. I'm messed up. I can't stop thinking thoughts of, of anxiety. I can't stop thinking thoughts of, of suicide. Whatever it is that you're struggling with, I can't stop thinking about pornographic thoughts. Like, whatever it is that you're dealing with, confess it to the Lord. He's real. He's your father. He's there for you. He's not just a figure that you look at and, and it's pretty and cute. He's real and wants to become personal with you. Number three, repent of it. Ask God for forgiveness. God, I repent for every impure thought. I repent for every toxic thought. Even though they're not my thoughts, God, forgive me for even allowing them to come in. Or forgive me for playing with them, for cultivating with them, for um, uh, for allowing them, for, for meditating on them. God, I repent. So to repent is to move away from sin. It's to turn your back on it. It is a change of heart. And that's the thing is that many people are confused between being sorry and repenting. Sorry is is honestly just people who say sorry always probably end up always doing the same thing again and again. Repentance is doing something, asking for repentance, and then never doing it again. It's having a complete change of heart, a 180-degree turn. And number four, it's taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. That's what the Bible says. Bad thoughts are not overcome by beautiful words, but they are rebuked. They are thrown out and taken captive by the obedience of Christ. That's how you overcome bad thoughts. You don't overcome bad thoughts by saying beautiful things to them or by saying beautiful things like, mind, I need you to stop thinking these things. I need you to stop uh, being depressed. I need you to stop being anxious. I need us, you to stop being fearful. No, you rebuke them. You say, in the name of Jesus Christ, I take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ and I rebuke every thought of negativity, of fear, of anxiety, of depression and I command you to let go of my mind and to never come back in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That's how you get rid of bad thoughts. It's not speaking beautiful to them. It's not counseling bad thoughts. It's rebuking them. It's telling them that they are captive to the obedience of Christ and then my thoughts need to obey Christ, need to obey the word of God. And number five, it's fill yourself up with God's word. And you're consistently going to hear me say on this podcast that you need to fill yourself up with the word of God. Less of the world and more of God. If we see the perfect example of Jesus, that when he was tempted in the wilderness, the number one thing he did to rebuke temptation was speaking the word of God by saying, it is written, it is written. It is written. You can't overcome the enemy with beautiful words. You can only overcome the enemy with the power and the authority of the word of God. But how are you going to fight an enemy if you don't know the word of God? Fill yourself up with the word of God. I've known people who have been dealing, who came from a past of of, of sexual immorality, of abuse, uh, or, or I've known of people who've been, um, even in the porn industry, people who have just or people who have been heavily depressed and they came to Jesus and Jesus set them free. And every person that I've spoken to, they always have told me this. It's until they have until they started filling themselves up with the word of God that they started, those negative start, thoughts started leaving. Like the word of God is life. The word of God is real. It's not just paper and words. No, it's life. 
It's power. The Bible says that, and the word became flesh. He is the word. There is power in the word of God. So when you fill up yourself with the light of the word of God, then the darkness of the enemy has to leave your mind and has to leave your life. I don't understand how there's Christians or people who believe and follow Jesus but can't don't pick up their Bible up daily. You're already losing the war. You're already losing the battle. You need to fill up yourself with with the word of God daily. Not reading the Bible daily is like telling me you're not eating. Like we can't, as human beings, we can't function without eating. Your spirit man that's inside of you can't function without eating and consuming and filling yourself up with the word of God. You want a strong spirit man? You want to be strong in the spirit? You want to be strong in the in the walk of Christ? Fill yourself up with the word of God. And I promise you, toxic thoughts are going to leave your life. And the attack of the enemy and the attack that he has against your mind and your life is going to decrease and decrease. Because your mind, if it's empty, if it's not filled with the word of God, the enemy is quick to fill it. He's quick to fill it. So God is telling you in this day, read his word. Don't cultivate negative thoughts. Don't meditate on them. Don't dwell on them. Rebuke them. You don't need to go to counseling to deal with negative thoughts. You have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you to deal with these things and to rebuke them and to fill yourself up with the word of God. Amen. Like there's and I'm going to speak something is I guess it's a little bit controversial, but everyone who's just looking for a therapist, I need to go to a therapist, to a therapist, to a therapist. I need counseling. I need counseling because of these things. And it's like, how are you putting your life in the hands of someone else who might be struggling with the same thing or struggling with something else? But when you put your focus and you lean on Jesus and like the Bible says that you keep your eyes on Jesus, the most perfect and the only perfect man to have ever existed and exists and you dwell on him and lean on him and read his word, that is the best therapist. That is the best help you can ever have and you can never get. The words of Jesus our life. The Bible says that you should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. His words are powerful, filled of life, love, hope, and trust. Man, thank you guys for tuning in to another podcast. I hope this blessed someone's life. Share this. I think this was a par very powerful message that we need to consistently listen to and practice in our daily life. So once again, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys, everyone who's tuned in. Um, through YouTube, through Spotify, through Apple Podcasts. You guys are amazing. I read every single comment. Uh, I will. I try to read a lot of the DMs, the comments. Thank you guys so much. Even the negative ones, they're all amazing. They're all good because that means you're doing something. If people always, like, if people are always throwing rocks at you, it's because you're doing something. So thank you guys so much. I love every single one of you guys. You guys are in my prayers. Don't forget, you guys are a disruptor. You are called to disrupt this society. You are called to disrupt wherever you go with the truth of the word of God, which is Jesus Christ. So I love you guys. I, I pray for everyone right now. If you're dealing with stuff right now of, of toxic thoughts, you're dealing with, with a lot of negative thinking, just place your hand right now over your head, over your mind. And Father, right now in Jesus' name, I declare that every thought, comes captive to the obedience of Christ. I rebuke all negativity. I rebuke all anxiety, all depression, all fear, all jealousy, all anger, 
or rejection or resentment or guilt in the name of Jesus. I command it to leave your life and to never come back. Be free in Jesus name right now. Receive your freedom. Receive your freedom right now. Receive that mental clarity right now in Jesus name. All burden leaves. All burden leaves. All weight of sin leaves right now. And I declare that you take upon God's yoke, which is light and easy. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I love you guys. Don't forget to comment, like, share, subscribe. If you're watching me through YouTube, put on the bell button notification so you can be notified every time we post. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Thank you guys and God bless. Man, that was awesome. I hope you guys received in this podcast. I hope it was a blessing to your life. Share it with someone that maybe needs a word from God, whether it be a friend or a loved one. And don't forget, our merch is now available at www.jimmybayoso.com. The link will be in the description. And if you want to partner with us and help us grow this podcast, our Cash App link will be down below as well. Thank you guys so much for your loving support every single week. And I'll see you guys on the next podcast. God bless you. And don't forget, you are called to cause a godly disruption.